And so what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Rocky Brinks, and I'm here for our new episode of my podcast, Raw Lingo. It's episode nine, and my next guest is a hip-hop artist making his way all the way from Philly. Everyone, welcome artist Lil Mike to the show. And first and foremost, Mike, I want to say thank you, and I appreciate you for taking the time out and coming on to chop it up with me this week. Uh, it's an honor for being on here. Most definitely. We definitely going to get into that. Now, all my loyal listeners are a little bit familiar with you because you made a brief debut back um, on my season one. And I played a track in between one of my breaks. And the audience was giving you a lot of positive vibes and a lot of positive reviews on the track. So you got a little bit of a fan base already with the Raw Lingo supporters that I got going on. Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate that. I appreciate that everybody that's listening. I appreciate fans are giving me positive feedback. I appreciate everything. I appreciate my fans that's out there, you know, that's giving me a chance, that's letting me touch them through my music and things like that, man. It's really, honestly, it's a blessing. Most definitely. So, let's get started. And first and foremost, I just want to ask you, who is Lil Mike? So, how do you represent yourself as an artist? Uh, really, uh, out to me, man, is really just, just staying true, you know what I mean, just staying, just staying real with yourself, uh, basically, like, you know, I have to, I have to understand what's real to me, you know, I just can't rap about anything, you know, I just can't go in the studio and just bring out words that, that's not real to me, you know what I mean, so I just have to know who I am as a person so I can give that to my fans or my listeners or things like that but you know me as Lil Mike Lil Mike is a I know a lot of people got Lil you know in front of their name but I never strayed away from it because uh, that's really my childhood name right. you know, uh, my uh, my pop's name is Michael you know so everybody and my family called me Lil Mike so it was like it's a part of me and it's real to me so it's like I can't I can't just stray away from that. Right. It's kind of like you being called Junior, but instead of Junior, you being called Lil Mike. Yeah, yeah. But it's crazy because they really didn't, I wasn't, it's not, they really didn't name me a Junior. You know what I mean? They just named me as a, it's like I'm a Junior, but they really didn't. At first, a lot of people used to think that I was a Junior, but really I'm not. I'm just another product of my dad. You feel me? I'm just a Michael. (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I got the same first and last name. The only thing that's different is just the middle. Right. Okay. Where are you from? Well, I know you hailing out of Philly right now, but where are you originally from? Uh, I'm from uh, Indiana, Anderson, Indiana. Anderson, Indiana. And what's what's the transition like from a town in Indiana rather than you being in like a big city like Philly? Uh, it's different, you know. But I also have to understand you know what really brought me down here you know was my music you know and i have to understand you know why i came down here mm-hmm. and this is bigger than me you know what i mean so i have to i have to understand okay i'm about to take this this risk that i'm about to take you know leave everything behind so what am i going to do with that am i just going to work and continue to work at nine to five you know and just not follow my dream if I make this big step or is this big step going to push me into, hey, you need to, you need to get off your ass and do something about it. So that's, 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 that's that. Exactly. You got to have like that same kind of hustle from where you come from to where you're going. Yeah, yeah. But in, in a sense, it's like this is pushing me more because it's like I know no one here. You know what I mean? Like. I'm in a, I'm a fish in a, in a shark tank, you know, so it's like <laughs> right. everybody doing the same, so it's like I have to, I have to push myself, you know, so, yeah, like, I'm not in my comfort zone, I'm not in my back, my backyard, you know what I mean, so it's, it's nothing like that, I have to understand, like, okay, I moved down here for a purpose, now you need to, you need to do your work, like, like you came down here to do, right, so that. Right. So, what kind of music do you make? It's mostly hip hop, of course. But what genre would you label yourself as? 
Uh, I really, I try not to label myself. You know, some people say I, I, I'm conscious. You know, uh, what's crazy is that because uh, I, I get compared to Kendrick a lot. Uh, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah, okay. Lamar, and uh, and he a legend. You know what I mean? Like he is my inspiration. Like <laughs> it'll be an honor to do a record with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I first heard his records, you know what I mean? Like I thought, like I'm just like, man, he remind me of myself because of his records back in the day. You know, even though we don't. We don't come from the same background, you know, but it was just something about him that reminded me of myself. So I'm just like, man, but he, as we both know, you know, he do talk conscious. I mean, but I just really, I really don't label myself. I just talk real, basically. Right. To the, to the people that's listening, you know, but it's like, I don't just, like I said, I just don't go into the booth and just, <laughs> just rap about anything. Like, I, I actually take time and take thought into what I'm, what I'm rapping about. Yeah, most definitely. So how long have you been doing music overall? Uh, I started when I was, I want to say 11, either 11 or 12, one of the two. I started then, uh, my big inspiration was 50 Cent. <laughs> that was that was that was that was a big inspiration. He Wait, so you started at eleven or twelve? How old are you now? So everybody will know, like. I'm um, twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, and then so you took it way back, and inspo was like Fifty Cent when he first came out. That was like around that time when you was eleven and twelve, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was when uh, you know, Get Rich Die Trying. Right, two thousand three, uh, two thousand four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got the massacre, but you got things before that. You know what I mean? Like I listened to before that because I was I was indulged into Fifty Cent. You know what I mean? Like that was my main inspiration. Right. So it was like I'm listening to him, and I'm just like, wow. You know what I mean? Like I want to rap. You know what I mean? Like like he he inspired me. So I'm just like, okay. I'm, I'm playing, you know, the video game, 50 Cent Bulletproof. You know, on that on that, on that that game, there are instrumentals on there. Every time you beat a level, you can get that instrumental to the record. Mm-hmm. So I just started writing, you know, just started writing. You know, my mom told me to clean up my bedroom one day because I had stacks of paper of written lyrics on there. So I had to throw that away. I had to find out another way to, to be able to write without paper laying around everywhere, so I just thought about floppy disks, you know, this was back then, you know, when floppy disks was every, was, was, was like everything, that's how you save stuff, so I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna use a floppy, floppy disk, went on the computer and started jotting down my lyrics. And then you put them on a floppy disk, so that way you could save them yeah. rather than have all this paper around your room. Yeah, oh, yeah, just basically just utilizing everything that's around me, basically. So, being that you are a songwriter and a lyricist, what's some of the biggest, like, where do you get some of your biggest inspiration when it comes to writing music from? Uh, I want to say, uh, it's not in order either. Uh, I want to say, you know, you got Kendrick Lamar, you got Eminem, Andre Three Stacks, Biggie. These sound like some of, like, your inspirations as far as artists. Tell me, like, some inspiration that comes from when it comes to you making, like, a, a record for yourself. Like, do you look at them artists and be like, okay, I want to do my inspirations from when I was back in the day, but let me do something that, in, in like, incorporates that to now or, like, a different feeling or vibe that you get when you're about to make a new record? Because we're going to talk about your inspirations and, like, dream collabs and all of that. But I want to know more of, like, you. Like, what inspires you to do songwriting and become a lyricist and things like that? Uh, basically, man, I'm just, just thinking. Thinking about little things can inspire me. You know, uh, 
really just just thinking, thinking me going out on walks or whatever, or me just driving around or whatever the case may be. It's just really just mainly just thinking and listening to the beat over and over again. Mm-hmm. So you need like a clear mind. That's basically you need like some sanity and a clear mind to just take off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. a producer as well, right? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, I don't produce. I just, uh, I just write and uh, record. Okay, so you just write. So you don't um do like your own beats. You get beats like delivered to you, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So how do you know like? When the sound, when you get a beat in your inbox, how do you know if that's like the sound that's perfect for you to hop on and write to? Uh, it's, it's just a feeling. It's just a feeling, and, and if I don't feel like I can do, like I don't, if I can't feel and and put myself in that beat, if that makes sense, uh, be be attached to that beat, then I, I can't, I can't. I recently just uh, listened to some beats earlier yesterday, you know, and I listened probably listened to like twenty of them, and only one of them got my attention, you know. So it's it just it just things like that. Like I can just listen to I I have to actually listen to the beat more than once, and if I don't like it, it can be something simple, something simple as far as I don't know. Uh, uh, a bass line or 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 a drum or a snare or whatever the case may be that that's just hit on point and it makes me makes me love that beat you know right so the beat gotta be super authentic for you basically is what you're saying yeah yeah definitely super authentic and you gotta relate to it so it's something in that beat that you hear that's gonna be related to the lyrics that you put on the beat yep most definitely. Okay, so who um how do you feel when it comes to collaborations? I know you mentioned like the A list um artists and collaborating with them, but how do you feel about up and coming artists like yourself and collaborating with them? Uh I love collaborating. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh I look at it as a two way street. You know, uh basically you helping them and they helping you. Right. There's, I know I know uh, that there's some artists that, that don't like it, you know, uh, especially for business side of it. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a business, you know. You're doing it because you love it or you're just doing it to make a quick check out of it, either or. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a business. So it's exactly. like, either you're going to like it or not. But at the end of the day, I, 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 I don't mind it, you know, because it, it brings out that competitiveness that competitive spirit in me. Right. Because you know, so. at the end of the day, y'all both want to have a great record. Because I've talked to um, artists and interviewed them, and some of their feedback when it comes to collaborations, they're like, eh, pause. You know, and I'm like, well, as an artist, wouldn't you want to, like, be more involved with other artists and promote yourself to them and network with them? Because it's really like a win-win if y'all help each other. Exactly. So, yeah, definitely some people don't want to, uh, you know, do that. Everybody shops for themselves. You know? Right. Uh, and I noticed that, you know, it's like a, I heard the saying once before, it's like a, uh, a crab in a bucket, you know, mm-hmm. or a crab in the world, you know. It's like when one person trying to get up, everybody else trying to pull them down, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like why not just lend a helping hand, you know, so it's like, if somebody called me, hey, Mike, can you get on the speech? I'm going to be like, yeah, we can do that, definitely. Right. You know, so. Because at the end of the day, that's getting your voice out there, too, to their fan base, your fan base, people who don't hear y'all wherever y'all drop it to. It's definitely getting out there. So, like, combining exactly. the two, it's just an amazing project, ultimately, right? And it helps your creative spirit. Exactly. Your creative, your creative process, you know what I mean? Uh, how, how you want to approach the record and things like that because you're dealing with a whole other person that's on the record. Exactly. You know, so, yeah. And then it's like a little friendly competition, too. Like you said, it's a, y'all get to feed off of each other and see what the other one brings and then maybe put the fire under one of y'all asses and see like who going to take off with exactly. the record most, you know? This is, exactly. This, this is a sport. Exactly. <laughs> it's a sport. You got to outdo 
you gotta outdo whoever you on the record with. Mm. And I feel like I outdo everybody who I'm on the record with. Oh yeah, you got a lot of confidence too for an artist, most deaf. Uh, gotta have that. <laughs> you got a lot of it you I can hear. Look, so since we talked about collabs, you already mentioned a few like the Kendrick and 50 Cent and Eminem. So who are some more of your top dream collaborations who you could work with? Uh, Wayne. Lil Wayne, definitely. Lil Tunchi. Yes. <laughs> Is there yes. any more? Because I know you already spoke about the like three. So give me like two more. So we got Kendrick, we got 50 Cent, you got Tunchi. Give me like two more. Eminem. All right, we said Eminem. Uh, Forgot about okay, him. Okay, you got you got three stacks. Three stacks. Yep. I never heard Andre of them. 2000. They do hip hop. Andre 3000. Oh, duh. You know me. I'm like old fashioned. Just say the Outcast or the Andre 3000. You talk about three stacks. You done went to the real lingo right there for real. You done took it raw lingo for real. <laughs> Okay, so Andre, you're being one more. Uh, you got, uh, hmm. Who else, who else, who else, who else, who else? Uh, man, if Pac was alive, man, I would love to do a record with him. It would be an honor. And let me do one more. Let me do one more. Uh, MJ, Michael, Michael Jackson. Okay, rest in peace to Pac and MJ, most deaf. Yes, yes. Uh, you think... How many was that five total? I think the five total, we good, because I already know like what type of artist you are, and I'm pretty sure the audience already vibes what type of artist you are as well from your future last season. So I ain't going to hold you up with the collabs, but them definitely like some go-to collabs, like when you make it big, you definitely would see potential with working with them, for sure. Oh, definitely, hands down. <laughs> they would, I would want them to come to me directly. Not, not no manager, not, <laughs> not come to me. Look, most definitely. Okay, so since you are an up-and-coming artist, like, what's um, some of the most frustrating things about making a name for yourself? Uh, the game is so washed down, you know, and uh, I was told, man, uh, like, probably, like, a couple of years ago that if we were back in the same time frame as far as uh, uh, like 2000, I want to say 13, 12, or 11, or somewhere in that time frame, I would have been made it. But, you know, now it's like you got to adjust, and I dig that. You know, now you got to adjust to what's, what's happening now. But at the same time, you can still also find that balance to keep it real with yourself. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, that's what I did on that Waves record. But anyway, uh, you just got to find that balance. But uh, it's like it's, it's hard because it's like the game is washed down and all they want is basically one sound. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, just, it's just what attracts the listeners now is just nothing but the beat, not the words. You know, and... I have no problem with that, you know what I mean? But it's just like, it's hard to actually make a name for yourself when you when you know you're killing these records. You know you're killing these records, but it's like nobody ain't really listening because you give them something to think about or you putting out classic verses or what you feel is classic and you killing your, uh, your features, you know, all of that, but it's like, if you're not saying what they what they want to hear, you know what I mean? It's like it's like they're going in one end and out the other. And yeah. also, it's like where I'm from, we really don't support each other. You know what I mean? So, and, and I feel like that's what's hard too. And what's hard is like you also have to keep a nine to five job, so you really can't do everything that you would like to do. You know what I mean? Because you have you have to manage your time to do something else for another person at a nine to five doing, I don't know, you can be going to the studio, booking a video shoot, you know, booking photos. Perfecting your craft, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, that's really about that, but I mean, other than that, you just really gotta stay consistent and put in the work. Yeah, definitely. So, 
I mean, I, I I understand where you're coming from, most definitely. And where you come from, you say you don't get a lot of support. But isn't that, like, where the collaborations come into play, though? Like, are they, are other artists where you at and where you from, do they do, like, collaborations? And are they open to them, like, how you are? Uh, start somewhere and then you got to progress and grow so i definitely understand what you mean from that um how do you feel when you hear or see people's reactions to a record that you put out i know you drop music all the time so how do you feel when you see an audience bumping their head to what you just put out like a new release or something like that I said, how do you feel when you hear or see people's reactions to a record that you put out? Because you got a few records out there already, and you're constantly making new music. So how do you feel when you um, put something out and you see somebody, like, bopping their head to it? Like, yeah, this is that shit. Look. I want to do a um a break right now so we can feature another one of your records here. It's called Temp. Tell me, what was the meaning behind Temp? You got a um collab on here as well with your boy Britton Satcher. Um, tell me, what was like the behind the scenes like creating this song, and where was the inspo coming from when y'all made this song Temp? So you got a little down south vibe on there. Yeah, yeah. I sent it. Uh, after that, you know, he gave it back to me. And 
then it was that. Like, he mixed it, all that type of stuff, and then that was that. The inspiration was coming from with the insp- uh, experience that I had uh, <laughs> at the uh, at a strip club. But I, don't, I ain't trying to... Oh my look. Strip club always go left when you go to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Something always go left when you go in there. But uh yeah man, that inspiration came from that and basically it was just talking about, you know, uh like uh love, you know what I mean? Or not even love, just well, what, what will strippers do, you know, what, what, what will exotic dancers do for love? You dig what I'm saying? So it, it's just like, basically you just, you temptation. Right. Basically. That's basically what they are, temptation. You know, so it was like, we all have temptation, you know, and that's why the record is called Pimp. It, it's just, it's just really, it's just that, that, that whole verse is just filled with temptation that I was going through. You know, uh, as an experience, but you know, I came out walking alive with my head up high, so I'm good. Most of. I just was about to say, you picked the perfect title for the song if you were relating it to any exotic dancer, because I mean, temptation is always in the air when you go to the strip club, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, it was a perfect title. But I'm going to let you introduce this record so the people out there can hear it and be looking it up. So, go ahead and introduce for the break song. This is Pimp, P-E-M-T, with Britton Thatcher, featuring Lil Mike. It's out everywhere on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, Pandora, everywhere. You can find it on my Instagram, at I-I-L-I-L-M-I-K-E, Lil Mike. It's out everywhere, man. Please enjoy, and I hope y'all love it. All right, y'all heard it here first. We're going to get into that Temp. Bad Lil Mike and Britton Thatcher. Silence, she whispers out in the darkness, waking my slumber. Darling, I hear you, spiritually feel you, like you hear. I can hear you say, I wanna get next to you, wanna spend all my life with you. Word you put in your mouth, now speaking on, it tastes fine. Can't cover but I just want to cook without try. Max ain't picky after you said dances. Tongue tangled by pleasure and random finances. Telling me in silent, you want someone to visit. I see desire on your mouth, I'm willing for someone to go distance. Lips want attention, your lips stand between us, they want the intervention. Lace come under garments, live with strobe light. Wanted that itch in your district for a price. Is your touch proof? Then that hundred proof. It was proven in prudence. Look with vengeance. Venture on venting on what decide. Gently on discipline, but distinguish conflict from distance. The conniption I misuse. Real on my expression. Hope the petty similar just for my companion. All right, we all back now. Hope y'all enjoyed that last record by my homie Lil Mike. We still got him on the line. Let me ask you this, the Mike. What platforms do you see the most traffic from your music? Because I know you on SoundCloud, you got the Apple Music, you a little bit of everywhere. Look, it's on your Instagram. Where you see the most traffic coming to you from? Uh, Apple Music and Spotify. Okay, Apple Music and Spotify. How long have you been putting your records on these platforms? Last record was uh, and I haven't uh, put that. I, I put that out like a couple of months ago because I'm right now I'm, I'm working on another record, a couple of records actually. So it's like that's why because I'm trying to come back and I'm hitting I'm hitting hard when I come back. So it's just right. That was the last. 
that was the last uh, record that I dropped. But you get a lot of traffic through all your platforms that you drop. You got a nice little fan base too. So I mean, it's working for the best of your ability. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying, man. I'm not. I'm trying to. Basically, it's all about pacing yourself. You know, I don't. I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna overdo it. You know what I mean? Or overpressure myself. So it's just. I don't mind the pressure at all because the pressure, pressure make diamonds. You know what I mean? But I'm just trying to pace myself through the process. Most definitely, especially in the industry that's so competitive because we're in the industry like this and there's a lot going on so you just got to know how to maneuver it and take your time with it because at the end of the day you don't want to put out nothing that's mediocre either yeah. so yeah. i definitely i understand exactly what you're saying um i don't want to put out no bad quality or none of that so exactly yeah. so what would you say is the biggest highlight for you as being an entertainer You don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, look. How about this? I'm going to make a deal with you. You take some time. Think on that question. After your first last show that I talk to you again, I want to have this same conversation with you, and I want you to tell me your biggest highlight of being an entertainer. After the next last show that you do, or whatever main stage that you're on, I want you to just hit me up and tell me how you feel as an entertainer. I'm gonna tell you. I know. I know. I'm, if you if you ask me what my goals are, I can tell you that like off the bat. That's crazy because that's my next question for you is what's your overall goal as an artist? So you took the words right out of my mouth. Look, do you need to um, trade spots for me? Are you trying to run my show? <laughs> <laughs> but no, tell me what's your overall goal um, as you're becoming. A known artist. My, well, actually, I got two. Really, uh, when I when I first wanted to do music, I always wanted to make. Uh, I wanted to build a studio back at home, you know, for the people. And I know there's a lot of, but I wanted to do it for the people, you know, that really can't afford studio time, or whatever the case may be. Uh, that was that. That's actually my first goal. My second goal is to uh, is to sell out uh, Madison Square Garden. Oh yes. Uh, my third goal, well, actually, it's a promise. You know that uh, on my first check, I'm gonna give it back to the Most High. So that's that's. that's You're gonna give it back to who? To the Most High. To the Most High. Okay. Most high being the God? Uh, the, the supreme being. So you're going to donate it to a church? Uh, either that or, or, just, or just simple things as far as just buying a, uh, buying, buying a Bible. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I just want something, something that's, going, that's going to him, something. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to go to a vehicle. It's not gonna go to a house, you know. It's not gonna do any of those. Go to a jeweler, you know what I mean? Like it ain't gonna be none of that, you know. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna go back to him some way, somehow. Right. That's basically you're giving your appreciation and yeah. you're thanking him for putting you in a position yep. that you're finally wanting to be in. Yep. Definitely makes sense. So what do you um what do you think about all the mainstream artists out there now that's on like the Billboard Hot 100 and I know you've seen that cover of XSL XXL excuse me the um what is it the annual freshman list how do you feel about them artists that you hear and see that's up and coming? Uh, man, I'm proud of I'm proud of it, man. If, I just I want them to stay in it, you know what I mean? Right. Like, don't let it be just for a check, you know, just stay in it. You dig what I'm saying? Like, but I'm honestly proud, proud for them, you know? Like, uh, I hope I get that same appreciation when I make it, you know, or that same proudness or whatever, you know, from whoever. 
Right. But I just know that I just hope that they, they that they stay at it, and I hope that they'll keep striving to get better. Have you seen the um the freshman list that just came out for XXL? No, are you like? Do you look at stuff like that, or are you like more low key about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I just haven't seen this one. Oh yeah, they just dropped it. I believe they dropped it last night, and I'm actually very surprised at the lineup that they got on the cover. I know a lot of the artists on there, and I'm like, wow, this is the first XXL cover that I really genuinely am like proud of everybody on there, and I feel like it's well deserved. So you definitely got to check that out. You said you know, like, huh? No, as far as like artist wise, as far as like the music, because I feel like XSL, XXL, they put a lot of artists on their um freshman list, and like it's artists that a lot of people don't know. It's artists who haven't even been out that long, who don't really deserve it at that time that they got featured on the cover. It just be a lot of mixed up with XXL, you know. So this time I'm seeing it. And I'm like, okay, I see Megan Stallion on there. She doing her thing. Rico Nasty on there doing oh, yeah, her I thing. Yeah, I see Gunna on there doing his thing. The baby on there doing his thing. So it's like, I feel like everybody who's on this cover, they really like deserve to be on there. Unlike some of the others in the past, where I'm just like, why is they on here? You know, like they ain't really hitting no numbers on there for me. But this one, I'm I'm proud of. Majority of everybody on the cover, so shout out to everybody on XXL's freshman list. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to everybody. Yeah. Mhm. So, how do you define underrated talent? Uh, when you're getting overlooked, and you know, you know, you sitting. Do you feel like you are underrated talent? There's a such thing as overrated talent. No. You said no. Nah. You just feel like either, it. I feel like either, I feel like, I feel like either either you like them or you don't, or they just talented or they not talented. Yeah, that's facts. I feel like right. it's never the overrated talent though. It's always the overrated of the track that's being played constantly. You know, because you can never... Uh, you said what? I see what, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, uh, it's... The talent, you could never deny, like, real raw talent. Like, talent is talent. But I feel like what's overrated is, like, the radio plays and the overplaying in the clubs and things like that of the same track by that artist. And I understand, like, it's if it's a track that's doing real good and... You know, you got to keep it because it's a club banger and everything like that. But it's just sometimes enough is enough and too much of it is like, <laughs> it's like, damn, okay, don't let them make it seem like they are one hit wonder. Let them drop something else. They played the new record that they just released, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely hey, like I'm, a. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you got a point. You got a point on that. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like. You may say it's overrated, and, but I don't think that it's overrated. You exactly. So it's like, it, I, it all comes back down to opinion. Mm-hmm. Most so definitely, because... Like, so I think that this record is, is, is nice, you know what I mean? It's nice to the extent, like, I can have this on repeat. Right. But you, on the other hand, is like, man, you... Tripping about this song. This song ain't even that good, but to me, you know, this song is, is life. <laughs> yeah, and that's how it be sometimes. Like you said, it's all about opinion based because one person might love it and might crank it all day, and the next person be like, "Damn, I just heard this song too many times before I linked yeah. with you." So 
definitely we we on the same page, but you understand where I'm coming from though. Yeah, it's definitely about opinion, like especially if that person like that artist or don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, look. I want to do something that I've never done on the episode before, and I think that's going to be so fun. I got a little game. You ready? <laughs> Look, it's a game. It's called Pick One. So I'm going to just throw out two things at one time, and all you got to do is just pick one or the other. I don't want to hear no, I don't knows, or can I choose both. Like, I want you to be as blunt and honest as possible and just pick one. All right. Alright, so first one, hip hop or R and B? Hip hop. Red or blue? Blue. J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick. Backwoods or Duchess? I don't smoke. Not a smoker. <laughs> I give you that one. Look. Hennessy or Patron? Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Girlfriends or groupies? Girlfriends. MTV or VH1? MTV. Comics or anime? Uh, anime. Anime? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, love or lust? Look, this got something to do with him. <laughs> you said what? <laughs> Love. Love. Producer or songwriter? Songwriter. Albums or EPs? Albums. Okay. See, that wasn't hard at all, was it? No, that, that was smooth. That was smooth as hell. First time I ever did it on the show, so definitely feel special because I've never played a game with none of my guests or anything like that before, but I just felt like this to spice it up a little bit and had a little, a little fun, you know? Most definitely. Look. Okay, so we coming up to the conclusion of our interview a little bit, but I do got some more questions for you, of course. So let me ask you, how invested do you have to be in order to be successful in this industry? Real Where are you taking up in school? Where are you studying? Uh, I'm studying music production. Okay. You know, because that's really the closest thing that... That, that fits that with your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to do music production. Okay. Um, Have you done any live shows? I know we talked about that a little bit, but... I'm, I'm waiting on you for still for that question after a, the next live show you do. But have you done live shows in the past? Like that experience is gonna be like once you like get 
as many amount of records as you want to. Uh, it's going to be nice. I already know because uh, not my last show, but the last, but the show before that, I had like 150 people in there. You know, and uh, that, that to me was a good experience. You know, that was a lot of people performing for, you know. And, and yeah, your first live show with 150 people? Yeah. Yeah, that's real good. You know, so, uh, you know, when they when they came to me after the show, you know, giving me my props, you know, I felt good about it. You mm -hmm. know, so it was just that. I can only imagine, you know, I got, you know, being locked into the studio, you know, putting in this work, you know, so I'm just, I'm just really excited about what's to come next. But that's what's up. So that's you. I feel like you are um, part psychic or something because you keep taking all my next questions that I'm about to ask you because I was just about to say, what's next for my guy, Lil Mike? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's too, too many times that you done took the next question, Mike. Nah, you all good, though. But tell me, what's next for you? You say what? You here? No. <laughs> good one. Look, good one. But now, nah, what's next for you? Uh, dropping this record way, doing a uh, video promo video for you know, getting everything uh, st uh strategically, you know, done. You know, soon as that record drop, going to the promo stations or getting promotion done for it. Uh, after that, I'm gonna uh, be working on some other records, and then uh, I'm gonna finally get in the space of album mode, and then I'm gonna put it uh, finally put out some albums. That's what's up. So look, when is you gonna put Rocky Brinks on the record, a track, a intro, a outro, something? I feel like what you, what you do? I feel like I do it all. <laughs> look, I can host. I can. Uh, I could sing a little bit, maybe get like a little 16 bars, something. I could do a little something on the tracks. Look, you ain't saying nothing but a word. We're going to talk after this interview. Look. <laughs> but no, um, you said what? I said on everything. Look, I, you know, I'm a little versatile in style. Got to switch it up a little bit. <laughs> So what's your dating life like? I know you said girlfriends are not groupies. So what's that like for you? Uh, we gotta talk about that. Yep, everything. I told you this is a raw lingo. This is everything, You're raw and uncut. Man, I'm trying to keep that on that. You want a little hush hush with it? Okay. So. When your next album or mix or mixtape gonna be dropping? I know you said you in the works with the studio and things. Can you give me like an estimated ETA time or something? Uh, I really don't know. Like that, I really don't know. What is this? About to be summer? Or it is summer? Uh, I really don't know. I really can't tell you. I'll be sure to let you know as soon as I find out. <laughs> Look, well, make sure you let me know because you know I'm gonna always stay posted with you. As far as the craft, the music, everything that you're doing, because you know you got a support system in me, my guy. Uh, I appreciate that. You don't want to miss nothing. For real, it's worth it. All but, right. But um, that's it that I got for you this week. I feel like our interview, we don't touch base on everything that I needed to touch base on. Is there anything else you want to add and tell the people before we sign off? Uh, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter. You know.
And as you all know, you can find me and keep up with me on my social media at Rocky Brinks underscore with the exception of Snapchat. That's XO Rashad XO. Make sure after you guys listen, you're sharing, rating, and of course, subscribing. And you can access me on all streaming platforms like SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and last but not least, Stitcher. And make sure y'all tune in for an all new episode. Until next time, I love y'all for listening. But before I go, I'm definitely going to play this unreleased track from my boy Lil Mike and Indigo. It's called Ways. I'm going to give y'all a quick little snippet. I ain't going to give too much because it is an unreleased track. But he going to let me play a little bit. So I'm going to give y'all the first minute or minute and a half or so. But like I said, I love y'all for listening. And until next time. These are my own ways. Date back, date back, way back. A and R sign, right to fit by hip strap. Pray you hate, I meditate off of my neck. If I don't lay it on shotgun Cadillac, look, damn, I'm in the zone. Marking with credits on everything. Can't forget, Nike buys capital, bought everything. Place to track, yo, baby girl, I buy her everything. Thank you, skill, mic right, right. off my dick, alright uh, Pedigree, pack, mobite, yeah. dog bone and pussy, it might uh, Offend by the dog and entice, uh, why niggas flexing, no mic why? Buy phone with phones for mic, yeah. niggas that wanna reach peak Was really, I stop at Twins Peak, I made my fingertip can handle shit If you wanted to, I done ran the check, I made the fetch for the heck the move I just take the chance, that money dance when it's coming through Nigga, I think back, think back, day back, way back, whoa A&R sign, right to fit by hip strap Pray you hate, I meditate off my neck If I don't, lay it on shotgun Cadillac Look, my goods let us on You ain't put us on I swear I get us on I swear that this tone is pure Fuck that over there, I'm on You ain't really this shit I can see you just hate it Brack so nice, no sin on me So now you watch me do this You ain't standing beside me And me won't match your finage Go hard, spoke from M.E. Switch like the breeze causing drift I assume my threat will touch free I murky, said I didn't miss